You are now listening to the next great small business podcast. Welcome to the SME Stories Podcast, where it is all about small businesses in Canada. And here's your host, Ken Alfred. All right, guys, thanks for downloading the show. We got a great episode today. So this is a continuation with what a previous episode where we covered on solo episodes that I'm going to be doing just for the next bit or so. We're going to probably mix and match uh, a guest episode plus a solo episode just to make sure that we're getting a little, we're getting a lot of different stories from all over the place. So if you remember the previous episode where we talked about, uh, I guess, legal coverage and we talked about legal shield, one of the other things that I think is really important that I think every business owner should have is small business insurance. Now, why would I need small business insurance? It's what I would suggest, and like I said, I am not a, I just want to make sure the firm that I'm talking about, they're not a paid sponsor for this episode. I have no referral codes to them, but these are type of, the firms that I'm mentioning on these solo episodes are firms that I happen to find that I feel provide, will provide you some level of, you don't have to know everything about it, but it's good to have. So like we talked about legal shield, having legal coverage and only paying for the minimum level of service, $49 a month. And you can cancel that at any time, but at least you have some legal representation for you that can answer a lot of legal questions. So now we're talking about small business insurance. So why would I need small business insurance? Depends on how you run your business, of course. That's the first thing you got to think about. Are clients coming to you and operating out of your location? Are you going to their location? How is it going to work? So with business insurance, it's something that you want to make sure you have. Now, in terms of what's generally covered in business insurance, you have at least a bunch of different things here. And I'm going to try, and I'm right now, I'm going to put the show notes uh, on the link that I'm talking about. So the company I'm talking about today is True Shield Insurance. So I have used these guys uh, before. Um, I don't use them currently, but because uh, my business has changed. But when I was running my mobile detailing business, I did use TrueShield. They were pretty good for what I was doing. And my business case to use them at the time was I ran a mobile detailing clinic. I uh, sorry, mobile detailing operations. I'll clean their cars both inside and out. The thing for that is, is that one, that it was for when they either dropped their car off at my home where I would do the detailing or if I would go to their property and fix and, and not fix and clean their car on site. So that was like the case that I was looking at. So that's why I use these guys. But aside from that, they did offer a lot of different services as part of the insurance. Okay. So we have generally the, well, just highlight each and it will tell you what the cost would be just to at least start. But like I said, this rate, it'll depend on your kind of business. Because if, you if you're more of a higher risk business, maybe more hands-on, or maybe you're using various things, this rate can fluctuate. What we're, the main services that they provide are, there's a few different things. One is commercial general liability. Now, this is basically in case anybody gets hurt on your property or that, or if, if any client gets hurt, anyone that happens to come into your, you do business with, if they get hurt, whether it's through your fault or your own or not, and someone does decide to try to sue you. So commercial general liability is something when you have business insurance, that part is covered. Now, like I said, like, like I said, I'm not an insurance agent, but what from the rule of thumb that I've heard from other small business owners, 
and even I think some insurance companies is if you're going to go with if you're going to get uh, small business insurance, make sure at least that the commercial general liability insurance covers up to two million dollars. Lawsuits are expensive, and I guess surprisingly, which I did not know, when people had a million dollars before, I've heard stories where they'll they have a million dollar commercial li- general liability insurance and. Based on how the trial goes or how the proceedings go, that money gets used up really quickly. So you're very surprised with how much it can do. And once you tap out at a million, if there's still more work to be done, that's you're going to have to pay that out of pocket. You cannot just add an additional one million after you're already in the middle of something. So whatever quotes you get, make sh- this is one thing that they have. I would say generally the rule of thumb is two million. All right. Second service, second thing that's covered in this for small business insurance is commercial property insurance. If you're in another building or if in your house as well, and let's say you're running a home operation, anything that can, if something happens to your property, commercial or whatever, and you run your business out of it, if you lose any other equipment that's there, so let's say you a fire breaks out and you lose your laptop, your business laptop, or a piece of machinery that you're working on, let's say let's say you're a sewing machine, let's say you're a seamstress or one of the things that you use, those get damaged commercial property, that does cover that. So you want to make sure that's included as well. But that's what these guys have. Business interruption insurance. That one is here. I'm, I've never heard of this one. I've heard of trip interruption insurance. And that's usually because if you're in the middle of traveling on vacation and you have to cut your trip short, you don't have to pay the full amount. You get some type of reimbursement, I believe. I could be wrong, but for business interruption insurance. So this is what happens if something happens to your business of operation and you suffer some kind of loss, let's say you're having a big rental, let's say the major electrical work's done, you can't get you can't do any work and you had to close your business temporarily while you're getting some work done to finish to fix your property or your place of business. That's generally where business interruption, business interruption insurance goes for. What does this generally cover? This covers rent, hydro, electricity, and other utilities. This can also cover payroll for your employees. If for some reason the office that you guys are working at, like I said, goes under, let's say the power is out and you have to, you can pay your employees still. And other things such as alarm monitoring and property taxes, all this stuff. So, like I mentioned before, this, I'll read even the words for business interruption insurance will help you to pay for your loss of business income if you suffered a covered loss at your business location. So this can, this is all about like extensive repairs and you have to shut it down. So that's what business interruption insurance is. If you are a commercial, if you have a commercial vehicle that you use for your business, you can probably use this. I don't know if this would, maybe this could apply to an Uber or Lyft. I'm not too sure. But having commercial general commercial auto insurance is also there. This is for if anything happens where your employees are, let's say, using your company car and any injuries to you or your employed drivers or even any passengers. This is covered for commercial auto insurance. But it's not just for driving in case of accidents. We're talking also loading and unloading liability as well. So I guess, like I said, you might need to contact the True Shield to get more details about that. But from my layman's understanding of it, should something happen while you're loading and unloading anything, should something happen, whether you're dang the car, someone gets hurt, trying to unload and unload your commercial vehicle, that'll you have coverage for that as well. And there's a replacement car coverage in case there's some in case your car gets totaled. That's something that's good to know. So we also talked about um, 
Let's see what the next two things are. They looks like they have product liability insurance. So this is where a customer purchases a product and there's an issue with a product that causes a bodily injury or property damage to a third party. So you basically, a client buys a product from you, they get hurt, they could, and there's some type of damage involved. So how would you deal with this? So you would, if you have coverage for that, that would be great. Because what this is best for is products that cause bodily injury to the customer, products that can cause property damage or sickness caused by some type of food or beverage. So having something like a product liability insurance, this is all part of their rate. So it's a good thing to know that they have this. That's a good thing to make sure you ensure you have if uh, you're going to be getting a quote for that. Next one is cyber risk insurance. Okay, cyber risk, this is a new one to me. I've never seen this before. But cyber risk insurance is designated to help protect a small business like yours from certain losses associated with a cyber or privacy breach. For anyone who works in any type of, if you have a simple, even if it's something as simple as your whole, your business laptop that you run your business out of, if you do not have some type of protection on it, your antivirus, your, you know, malware, spyware, whatever you want to call it, having something like this does help. So you would need to make sure you have some type of protection software in there, but should should that fail, or let's say you have a bigger operation and something happens where you've been hacked or all these different things, this insurance will help. Now, what's this best for? Any type of cyber breach, any type of incident response expenses. So if you have to reach out and you have to pay to get something fixed, that's covered and data recovery expenses as well. So that's something you didn't, I didn't really know you could do, but I'm glad that I'm, I'm seeing this. So these are like six different kinds of services that you, that you would need or that you would, that they offer. Now, how much would something like this cost? And at the time of me recording this, from what it sounds like, the base level service is about $42 a month. Now, I believe for something like this, you will have to, this is not like the other legals what we talked about previously, where you can leave after a month or so. This would something you would probably need to go a little bit longer. And I, I believe this one would be about a year. Let me just see if I can find that for sure. I believe this is coverage for minimum a year. You could not just use it and file a claim and then leave. So at this point, I believe it is a year. But like I said, you can contact True Shield and you can confirm that with them. But remember, this it starts off as $42 a month. Best case scenario, if your business that you're doing and your quote is $42 a month, I would say that's $42 a month because for all the protection that you're going to have, we'll give you one, we'll definitely give you a peace of mind to make sure that from the insurance perspective, you're good because I really don't want you to have to go through any, this is something that uh, it's like that old database administration kind of joke. No one knows that everything is, no, you don't know the database administrator when everything is going well. You only know them when things are going bad. And I remember doing an old database min course a long time ago. And they, the funniest thing that my professor ever said was, the last thing you ever want to tell a client is, I don't know and bow your head. So you want to make sure that you're covered for anything because I would assume your most businesses probably are not going to be the super high risk stuff unless you're literally designing swords or firearms. If you are, okay, you're definitely at a more higher risk. So your insurance premiums will probably be a lot higher. You'll definitely want that product liability insurance if you're going to be developing swords or any type of weaponry. 
But I think in general, this would be something that you should really consider because you know what? You don't want to take any chances with lawsuits and everything going around. We're not the U.S. I don't believe there's a lot of us. We're not a super litigious company or country here in Canada that we are in the States. But if you want to be taken seriously, having some type of commercial, because there are some places where you work. And if we're talking the type of small business you have, if your clientele is other businesses and not the general public, some of them, like I know for where I work right now, when we're working with any supplier, where we're looking for suppliers, we are looking for suppliers to provide us with a copy of their commercial insurance policy. So you want to make sure that if you are actually working, if your clients are other businesses, you might want to have this there because they might be asking to see, okay, that's great. We love your, we, we love your product that you're going to be doing for us. But before we get started and before we sign the, sign the dotted line, before we start giving you money and all this sort of stuff, can you send us a copy of your insurance policy? Because they want to know how much you're covered for, right? So that's another thing that you want to consider as well. Small business insurance definitely is something that I think we'll definitely all need. We should definitely have it. And when I can find a good uh, small business insurance agent that we can bring on the episode, then maybe we'll do a sit down with uh, him or her to really discuss, maybe to break these down even more, because I'm just giving you a high level summary of what you can do for this. And uh, maybe we have someone who can really speak to the details of it. And when I have that person on the show, I'll be reaching out to you guys to say, all right, I have a commercial insurance um, person coming on the episode, on the podcast, sorry, send me your questions, and then we can go through that in the episode. All right, guys, I think that's all I can say for True Shield Insurance. And like I said, the link that I'll have, I'll post it in the show notes. And I hope you enjoyed this, this smaller episode. Like I said, for all these solo episodes are going to be a lot shorter than our long form conversation with small business owners because I got a lot of feedback to say we really enjoy you know sometimes can we hear some maybe more nuggets that you can maybe come up with that help the small business owner itself and and that's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next while or so so you're going to hear some our long conversation episodes we're also going to hear some solo episodes that are, that we're going to right now I've already produced one and here's the next one that we have here as well so that is something we'll definitely look at as well so hope you guys enjoyed this episode I enjoyed this as well and we'll see you on the next one thank you for listening to the SME stories podcast which is owned by Northway Capital Group please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Northway Capital Group